What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and it is officially Mad March. March Madness is in full effect. We've got some crazy things happening in this tournament. Uh, obviously, the big Cinderella story this year is uh, 15 seed Oral Roberts making it to the Sweet 16, only the second team outside of Florida Gulf Coast to ever do that. Um, pretty exciting there. We got 12 seed Oregon State, the Pac-12 champs, just running it, just beating up on everybody they played so far. Um, UCLA making a decent run as an 11 seed, and then obviously you've got some cream that stayed at the top. We have Baylor, Gonzaga, and Michigan, all one seeds still alive. Illinois, uh, Illinois, they just could not, uh, they could not do it. They fell to. Um, I'm sorry, who beat them? Loyola or... Loyola. God, Loyola God. Jesus. Jesus, 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 yeah. Jesus beat Sister them. Jean. Sister Jean took it to uh, Illinois. Pretty I don't, crazy. I don't know why I bet against them. I mean, why I bet against Loyola on a Sunday. That yeah, was that's really a, that's dumb a mistake of me. on a Sunday? Yeah, but um, I, I have some questions. I mean, you know, there's some awful things that uh, the center had to go through. Uh, Kofi, Cock. What's his name? Kofi Cock. Cockburn. Cock- Cockburn. He's he's incredible. I think he's great. He played his heart out. He had to deal with some racist bullshit. Uh, that's awful. But my real questions are: I'm not attacking him personally, but this Io Dasumo kid. I mean, what is his deal? What is his deal? Whenever I bet on him, he forgets how to play basketball. And when when I don't when I bet against him, he has career nights. But 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 honestly, other than that. What is up with this guy? Whenever he, like, whenever I feel like the the lights are brightest, like he just shits the bed, and he was supposed to be like a top seven eight pick. Now he's falling because, I mean, he's just shit. Like he literally could do nothing. He did absolutely nothing against, obviously, a very good defense in Loyola. But if you can't, you know, get even around these defenders at Loyola, you know, these little, you know. Pretty white boys with the hair. I'll have you home by eight o'clock at you know midnight. That I'll have you home at eight o'clock. That little that that guy like yes yeah, sir. Ha, yeah yes sir. Uh, how are you gonna get you know how are you gonna get around you know Donovan Mitchell and and you know Kevin Durant in the NBA? I I just I'm so confused with him because he's so talented. I yeah, I, I just the, the, I did not see Illinois being the the first one seed out. Um, no, I think you we figure... all probably thought that was Michigan. Um, easily, once, I mean, easily. Once, one, that is once Baylor made it past the powerhouse in the first round of University of Hartford. They were <laughs> it was close yeah. for it, ten minutes. Things cleared up a little bit for the Baylor Bears, but um, yeah, I mean, good on Michigan to kind of come out. That that was an impressive win against LSU. LSU's got a couple of NBA players on it, three NBA players probably. Um, that's a good roster. It's a talented roster at very least. Um, oh yeah, it's really, really. I mean, Cam Thomas is a monster. You have um, what's the guy? Smart. What's his name? Um, and then Days. They got a. They got a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of really talented offensive players. Defensively, they're awful. But uh, I was. A, I had LSU money line. I wish they would have pulled that one out. But uh, yeah, it, it just goes to show you, like, whenever something's too good to be true, it is. Like everyone had Michigan the first Final Four out. Like, oh, they lost Liver. Uh, they lost Isaiah Livers. Like, they're clearly, you know, we all know they're a great team. And then they lose one player, and we all just, like, you know. Someone should have been, like, sit up and been like, no, they're they're not going to. Like, this is too this is too predictable. Yeah. You know Did what you I know, mean? Like, uh, this, is the, this is the highest average seed in Sweet 16 history. And 2019 was the lowest average seed in Sweet 16 history. It doesn't. It doesn't shock me because of you know what is there three double digit seeds and then Loyola, which is eight. Yeah. So this. Yeah. Two years ago was the most chalk Sweet 16. This is yeah, the least chalk. Sweet usually 16. there's one or two double digit seeds that make it to the Sweet 16. So usually I try to put two in. Um, I put Ohio and they didn't get it get in, but and then you have a team like Oregon, a seven seed. That's you know very very high. And and once again, there was such a. How you know, do we people feel about are... the Oregon situation, though. No. Because they're game. Fault. It's not their fault. Not their fault. And I think 
they beat a two seed by 15 points in that second round. I also think That's they would have wiped the floor with VCU. I think they would have wiped yeah. the floor with VCU. You know, they were what five and a half point uh, favorites. Yeah, they they were they, solid favorites for a seven ten matchup. Um, yeah, it's not guaranteed, but it's like Tom said, it's not their fault. Like they were ready to play the game. I think they would have kicked ass. It gave them extra time to prepare for Iowa, and they absolutely obliterated Iowa. And Garza had a career game. Yeah, Garza had. I was laughing. Career and they. I was just laughing. I was laughing. I was on. I was on Oregon money line. I thought it was. I thought it was a really good uh, play and bet because everyone. It's the same thing like with the Michigan. It's like I was got Garza, bro. Final four. I'm like, yeah, you no. think they're beating Gonzaga? What 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 planet are you on that you think anyone thinks they could beat Gonzaga? Like, uh, I I mean, I was just Gonzaga's led by two top. 10 NBA picks. Luka, there, Luka, I, I, Luka Garza is not going to be in the top half of the second round. And they have four players likely drafted in the in the in the first round. They have they have Kispert, they have Timmy. I love both of them. They're yeah, and Timmy's and Kispert and Suggs will be top 10 picks. Yes, and then you have and then you have uh and then you have Timmy who's like I think going in the 20s and then you have that other um the wing. He's got an interesting name. He's like can make threes and everything. He's like Ayayi. in the uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, um, yeah, so you have four top of the second round now, you know, and, and what was I going to say? I, I don't think find anyone with more swag than Kispert and Timmy. It's not possible. I mean, the handlebars and then with Kispert, the flow with the hit, with the headbands, they rock. I mean, I'm so mad. I picked Illinois over Gonzaga just for it to be different. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. No one is beating Gonzaga this year. I know people hate to be chalky and, oh, it's stupid. There's no one beating Gonzaga this year. I'm putting my foot down. And this is where Tom comes in, but Oregon will. Yeah. But, was, but no, I'm they won't. Say, I'm just going to say, it's looking like this is the Pac-12's tournament. I mean, we Oh, it is, USC, for sure. Oregon, um, UCLA. They've been uh, bad for Oregon so long. State. Oh, my God. It's just it's crazy that all of these Pac-12 teams are just dominating, and I mean they're not the just, conference of champions. They're literally as they're, as our friend who's who's always high on on something would say. Um, yeah. I, I love it. I love that they're finally finally good because they've been so so bad ever since. Um, ever since Arizona like blew being a top two or three or one right. seed the last couple of years when they had Aiton and then, you know, even going back years past Aaron Gordon, they always blew it. Um, and I mean, They always blew it. And, and like, that was kind of like, oh, that was the only good high team. And it was like, you figure they just beat up on those bad Pac-12 teams. And yeah, Pac-12 was awful. Now it turns around. Now you have a USC-Oregon matchup, which should be a great game. I actually think USC wins that one. So oh, I, Pac-12 has been showing out. I mean, they, the tournament or the conference of champions this year, Big Ten, conference everyone coming of in, champions. the yeah, big, big swinging ten. dick this year, and they they're done. They got nine, Michigan, and that's it. Nine Big Ten teams made the tournament, and only one is around at the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. And, I mean, it's not like these Pac-12 teams are squeaking out close wins. USC just beat Kansas by thirty-four points. I know, like, and a lot of people had Kansas in their final four. Right, like Kansas is always that. a great tournament team. You're, you're looking at that. You're looking at um, Oregon State won by ten. Oregon uh, State is dominating teams. You, that's where they are. They're like seven point favorites against Loyola. How? Yeah, I how? Mean, that's gonna that's gonna be a great game. That's gonna be a great game. You uh, uh, Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State is going to be fantastic. I'm very tempted to take Oregon State money line, uh, definitely with the points I'd think, but I also have a rule of not betting against Loyola, which yeah. I went against. So, but it's like I don't see how they win by more than seven or eight against Oregon State. Um, Oregon State doesn't have a lot of size, and obviously Crutwig uh, is, you know, he's not going to make it to the NBA. I'm assuming. I'm assuming he can't even play in the G League. Just I don't know. But his, <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming that based on how he looks and everything, but. I mean, he dominates these NBA talented players all the time. Like, he's putting, you know, big Kofi in, in, you know, in the spin cycle. This guy's footwork is like, I don't want to say he's not Joker, but like, it's like, it's like Jokic like. Like, his footwork is incredible. Like, the drop, the drop step, everything. Like, he is just, you know, if he got himself in shape, in better shape, and, you know, like, he's a great passer, like, great on the boards. I mean, I really love his game. 
Yeah, it's it's so interesting to me to just watch like players in players one the players that their draft stock is so affected by these three to five six games and two these players that are either so bad or so good in the tournament and their draft stock just doesn't reflect that like Luca Garz is the best player in the tournament or playing the best you know having career games he's not even close to a first round pick and then you got no. you know guys that are averaging 12 points in this tournament on like the third option on you know gonzaga and they're going to be the 17th pick or the yeah i don't know. know how they like i mean it's obviously like real legit you know crunching so many different factors you know above our heads like insane like how is luca garza not even a late first round like if you're in the 20s like how'd you be like oh yeah we'll take that guy the guy that gets 25 and 10 we'll take him you know yeah. obviously his his athleticism is not you know not that of some players but i mean he can make the three he's you know He's a bruiser down low. He's got, you know, that's where I just feel like how it, there's no way he's going to be a bad NBA player. Like, yeah, I mean, he, like they've got like backup point guards for Baylor going higher than Luca Garza. You know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> that's where it's it, it's, it's mind boggling. Like, if I'm a team in the 20s or the 30s, like, how are you not taking a shot at him? Like, you know, you're telling me he can't be Nick Collison. Is that what you're, you're telling me? He can't be Nick Collison, who is a very nice serviceable player and good veteran leader. Um you know, he had a good role in those Thunder teams. So he can't Sonic be that. Teams. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't I don't know. It blows my mind. And then it's because it's all built on it's all built on on potential now. Like these kids are so young that you, there's no more three, four years. Like, yeah, back, he's paid you know, even 15, 20 years ago. If you came out like any time before LeBron, like in the 90s, 80s, if you came out bef like even your third year, it was like, whoa. Well, that's a bold move, you know. Like players just yeah. stayed for four years. And now it's almost dominant. a it's it's an indictment on him that he 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 stayed all four years. Yeah. It's like you couldn't come out even you couldn't it's come like, out. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you stayed all four years. Which is which is I'm definitely gonna be rooting for Garza. Um, not that I root against anyone, but I'm really gonna be pulling for him. I hope he gets to a good spot and, he can and shoot too. Like, that's the no, thing. No. It's like he yeah. fits the current mold of the NBA. He he can set good screens. He he can pass. He's not a great, but he can pass. He down low can rebound, can shoot. It's like what? Yeah, he's not an athletic freak, but like, what? Like what am I missing here? People are willing to teach athletic freak skills rather than get the player who's already skilled and is never going to learn the athletic freak. Yeah, it's yeah. The way do you it is. want? I mean, do you want a uh, a Tim Duncan or do you want a guy? Anthony like Bennett went first overall. Yeah, I mean, well, it you, was the Cavs, and they're the number one poverty franchise. Um, they don't have LeBron James. What about uh, Syracuse? We talked about them in the preview of the. Oh, tournament. I love it! Yeah. I love it. Syracuse, that I had the money line, baby. Same. I have been killing the money lines. Oh I've been, I've been on I've been on UCLA. I've been on Ohio. I've been on Oral Roberts. That was a very ballsy. My balls are hanging low right now after that one. <laughs> Oregon State, Tommy, that's all you. I, I rode you on that. I've been killing the money line, and, and Cuse is I, – I bet Cuse by accident first half. I was like, spreads down to two. I'm like, all right. I'm like, shit, that's first half. And then I had to go back and bet it. And, uh, I mean, is there anyone better than Jim Beheim as a double-digit seed in, in, in the NCAA tournament? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, what has he got? I three mean, uh, sweet sixteens now. Three sweet sixteen appearances, and I'm sure I'm assuming they're all as eleven seeds about. And, and um, you know, and, and it, it did get the, tight when they made the final four like three or four years ago. They were a seven seed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they do it in convincing fashion. The game did get tight at the end against WVU. This WVU team was one of the best West Virginia teams we've seen, though. They was a, they're not as sloppy as they've been. They don't turn it over as much. They weren't as much of you know the you know pure madness, all fouls as usual as a usually coached Bob Huggins team. So you know that was no easy game or opponent, and and they really handled them well. I mean, they're shooting. They shot the lights out. Um, obviously yeah, I mean, we know the zone. I mean, they've got a, they've got a legit NBA player on their roster, West Virginia in McBride. I mean, he's going to be, you know, early second round pick probably, but I'm um, Syracuse doesn't have that. Not yet. Yeah. Buddy's, what is, Buddy what is Bayham's Buddy going to be? Chance. Is Buddy going to be like drafted in the future? You think like a second rounder? Yeah. I mean, a late second rounder at best, right? Is now. he a sophomore or a junior? One of those, right? I think he's a junior. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, he's been there a couple of years now. Yeah. Also, um, shout out to Jim Beheim having a kid at like fifty-five. Yeah, that's why I I brought this up to like so many people. I'm like, that's not his grandson. <laughs> yeah, you texted me that. You're like, I had no idea that Buddy Beheim was uh, Jim Beheim's son. I thought it was like and a was nephew like, or a grand. I mean, maybe not a a grandson wasn't the most logical choice, but like, yeah, you know, I was thinking he absolutely could be his grandson. Oh yeah. yeah. Think about oh, how man. many people's grandparents are like seventy years old. Yeah, it's like not uncommon fuck. to have a seventy-year-old grand. That's your. Yeah. That's basically your your parents having kids at thirty-five, and you are well, well, a know. little younger than that because he is twenty. So he is twenty. You yeah, know what okay, I mean? So yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. So they'd have to have kids at twenty-five. Both would have to have them at twenty-five, I think, and then because it would yeah. be fifty, and then yeah, like twenty, uh, yeah. twenty-six, twenty-seven for both. Yeah. So um, to your to your point about betting on moneyline dogs, in the past since 2006, this is the second most profitable year to bet straight money line on dogs for the first two rounds. If dude, people bet, are getting killed you because they're under, because they're underdogs. Underdogs are 31 and 20 against the spread so far. Straight up on the money line, there you'd be plus 17.7 units right now. Wow, uh, love it. for every year, game. Yep, the only year that's been better was 2018, where it was plus 23.6 units. Wow. That's Damn. that's wild. I mean, uh, yeah. 2018 it, it, was Villanova <laughs> over Michigan uh, to win it. Yeah, yeah. Or Villanova was, yeah. over Gonzaga. It was it was it was Villanova. It was so so. The last one was Virginia oh, no. over yeah, Texas Virginia, Tech. Yep. Then and then the year before that was Villanova over Michigan, and then the year before that it was, it was Villanova over over Gonzaga? UN. UNC, UNC over, over Gonzaga. Gonzaga, and the year and before that, Villanova, Villanova over, over that. Yeah, Villanova over UNC. Yes, that was that it. Was that was the that was the buzzer beater year. Oh man, I thought I I had not much confidence going in that into that game, and then Jenkins just just Jenkins drills for the it. Championship. Arichi Dakino is like uh, I still can't even say his name right, and I, I've been a you know I've been a Nova fan my whole life. Just drops it off to him, perfect. But when I saw that play develop, I was like, oh man, don't want to leave him open. He was another like really good college player, but no, no NBA. Chris he's, Jenkins. He's like, he's staying in the league. He's like the backup point guard for the Bulls. He's like the scrappy white kid. No, no, Chris Jenkins. I know oh, oh, Ari Chidakano oh, oh. is, um, but yeah. Chris Jenkins was like a clutch, really solid three point. Shoot. No place for him though. Yeah, didn't even get a look. Yeah, I mean, no. He was. He had no. He had no spot in the NBA. No marketable position. I will say one of the most all time forgotten great shots in college basketball history was marcus page's three right before that yeah yeah that marcus was that page was hit like a contested double pump fake i was so mad yeah like and it, it gets erased because of that jenkins shot exactly it's just like yeah. yeah no one remembers it but it was like it was an insane shot it's true it is true that's a marcus good point page, another guy that was great in college and never even got a chance in the league yeah, I, I've been so spoiled as a college basketball fan, actually, you know, being a true Villanova fan because of my family. Um, I've been so spoiled lately in, in in that regard where it's like, and we're still in it. My team is still in it. Like, Nova is looking incredible. We look great. Like, everyone had Winthrop. I was like, cut the shit. I was like, there's, there's, everyone was picking Winthrop. I was just like, I don't care who we're out. I don't care. We're without our best player, Colin Gillespie, who's he's not even that talented a player. Um, like we are still way more talented than Winthrop. We are way more talented than North Texas. I hammered both of them, and I wasn't even trying to be biased. I was like, I'm not high on this Nova team. Like we're gonna lose against Baylor. Like we definitely will. But um, I think getting making the Sweet 16 is definitely you know definitely solid. Like with with the current team, and you know I mean there were two double digit seeds, but people were counting us out. Um, and maybe we give Baylor a run. I don't know. We're, we're, we're six and a half point favorites. I don't know what I'm going to do for that game. I don't know if I'm, I have no problem betting against Villanova, but I don't know. They both look really good. I don't know. Tom, what do you, what are you leaning for that game? For, um, Nova, Nova Baylor, six and a half. Oof. Um, I, I feel I like, I think I gotta take, if it's six and a half, Stay six and a half, buy it to seven, and take Nova. It's not a bad option, but and that's one of those games where it's like you know we've been on the money lines, like we've been on the money lines, but I can't see that being a profitable money line. Like I don't see it. 
No, I don't think they'll win, but seven points no. Baylor. I mean, Baylor beat Wisconsin by 13, but Wisconsin's not. Wisconsin's not good. They played the game of their life. No. And I mean, let's be real. The first half of that game against Hartford, obviously they picked it up and they they kind of blew them out the second half of that. Not impressive. No, not impressive. No, the first, I mean, the first 10 minutes, they looked lost out there. Awful. Awful. So I'm not entirely sold on Baylor. Obviously, they are the better team than Villanova. They're but just so talented. They're very they talented. Are. And I but I would take and I mean they push the like they, they can shoot the three. I think they're the best three point shooting team in the country, statistically. I mean they're they have those three guards and they're all yeah, dynamic. They're dangerous. But Villanova is is a team that, you know, that'll they'll make that game close. I don't see any outside of Gonzaga Creighton, I think Gonzaga's gonna destroy Creighton. But other than that, I don't see any blowouts uh this next round, I think UCLA has a real good shot at beating Alabama. I think Syracuse, with their defense, has a real good shot at beating Houston. Um, Oral Roberts, I'm not going to write that team off. I mean, they're playing; they're at least going to keep it close. I mean, they've I love, I love them three. with the points. I'm taking, yes. I'm taking Oral Roberts at the points. I, maybe it's a trap. Eleven seems like way too many. Right, they're and just, Arkansas so is because they can score with anyone. They have the number yes. one scorer in the country, I believe. Yeah, Abrams. He's he's yeah. insane. And then that other guy, he dropped twenty eight casually. Like and they shoot um, the lights out from three. They don't play much defense, but like No, no, the and, they're, and their team size that, like if they can if they can get hot, you know, they, yeah. they can run with anyone and they've proved their, that. Their know? size is an issue. It, it 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 will be an issue against a, a you know, a long Arkansas team. Um yeah. that's a more mismatch. A couple NBA players on it. Yeah, and, and the yeah. thing watching the oh, Roberts game, I was like because I think I took them both. I took I took them both ways with the spread and money line, and I was just looking at it, and I'm like, you know, they're consistently, you know, bringing it to two to four points, and then they'd go down down nine to eleven. I'm like, they're covered with the spread, but they're not going to win. And then they at the end they just made an insane run, and they just kept making shot after shot. Like they have bucket makers, like those two yeah. guys at the end yeah. of games. So it's like if they're in the game close, like. They love their chances because who's a better shot maker than those guys now that Gars is out? You know, not that, you know. So they have some of the best scores in the country. You know, I, I really think they do have a chance. I probably won't go money line on that either, though, because depending on what it's paying. But and then Syracuse Houston, I don't know about that game. I might take Syracuse money line. I think so. I think Syracuse. I think that's uh... the play. I think that's the play. I think that I might be the play. Money lines the play. It's six. It the line six, which so you're is gonna a. Be, you're going to be like plus. I mean, I'm a Syracuse fan. I don't know if plus, I'm taking taking the money line. Plus Houston seventy five maybe. What? Well, let's see what it is on ESPN at least. It's uh, two twenty. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, but like Houston had no business winning that Rutgers game. No, no, no not and at all. Like I haven't seen a ton of Rutgers, but they're not very good, are they? Like I really don't. No. no, they're not I mean, like they're nothing they're... special. Like I know their seed. I know I've seen like their resume. Like that's where it's like, I, I don't know. I, Houston hasn't looked. They look great, and they're a really good team. Don't get me wrong, but um, coach too, you know. Well, coach, they always the thing is they always lose early on. They always a high two or three seed, and they always lose early on. Um, yeah. What's the, and that? What's the line on Michigan, Florida State, Sully? Uh, Michigan minus two and a half. That's a very, wow. that's another tough game. I I take Michigan after they beat LSU. I think I think LSU. I'd, pr- right I'd right probably take Mi- I'd probably take Michigan as as well. Florida State is just huge. They have a really big team. Yeah. You know, polite. They got a really big team. Um, and then Alabama's really impressed me. Honestly, that's where UCLA's been so good. What's the um, spread there? It's six and a half. That's another one I think you probably buy the half point and take uh, UCLA plus seven. It's just Alabama's been blowing these spreads out of the water. I mean, UCLA has been blowing teams out as well. Points. I mean, against the 14 seed, but a team that beat Texas. So, yeah, I know. I, mean, it's I, not I, like I know. A, a shock, a smart coach, Texas. It's not like it. Yes. It's not like they beat bums to get there. I mean, Abilene Christian, they, they deserve to be there. And, yeah. And, and Alabama. Obviously. Beat Maryland game. by 20, and Maryland's not very good. But No, Maryland's um, another fraud Big Ten team. Yeah, Al- but Alabama, yeah, they're frauds. But Alabama, um, they just can get so hot from three, and, I, you know, it can, they get cold. But they have a really talented team. Quinterly, who I hate, the Nova um, transfer, who's, 
you know, we don't want to get into him. To, he needed to get out of there. I mean, that was such a bad fit from the get-go. I just don't like him. I mean, he, he got a tech on his team for chirping. He's talking smack up like 20-something in that game. He's like, if you're getting a tech in college, like when you're talking smack, that never really happens. Like he was like jaw like jawing at these guys and getting their faces. I'm just like, I think he's very immature. Um, he's really talented, obviously. Yeah. He's he had like an insane double double, like fifteen eleven or seventeen. He had a he had a great game. He was like uh, Quentin Grimes a lot. Like he was he came out of they they pretty much had the same path where they they came out as top five high school recruits in the country. Supposed to you know went to insane programs, Kansas mm -hmm. and and Villanova, and then both didn't it didn't work out there. And now they they took the year and went to um, two lesser programs, but they're really both shining. Um, so I, I, in that sense, I'm happy for both of them. I think they'll both be, I think they'll both have a spot in the league eventually. Grimes will come out this year. I think so as well. I was just, second round pick. I would just not even be insulting. I would just rather a little more class. He's, you know, no, I'd no, rather a little more class I mean, on his behalf. I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think he's just still got some maturing to do. Yeah. Um, but no, undoubtedly could be a first round talent. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, what's the line yeah. on Oregon, USC, Oregon, USC, USC minus two and a half. Um, and I'll be honest, I think I really like Oregon. I am high on Oregon, and they have so many shot makers and, and everything. But if you like watching USC, I didn't bet that USC Kansas game. I don't know why. Um, I haven't seen a ton of either team, but watching USC, like like all their shots are so close. They're all high percentage. They're all dunks. They're all putbacks with the Mobley with the Mobleys. They're they're so big. Like and Oregon doesn't have a ton of size, and I know they like. Garza got them, but they, they won. But I just feel like they're going to eat them alive down low on the glass and, you know, driving. Like, everything is in the paint. And, you know, when they're making threes, that's the thing. When they're making threes, they're unbeatable because they were killing Kansas down low and then they were making all their threes. That's why they blew Kansas out by 30. They couldn't have played better. So, um, you know, if Oregon doesn't shoot well, they have no chance in this game, in my opinion, because the bigger, more physical team is going to be having those high percentage looks down low. Right. Um, and they, they played once this year. The other game was canceled and, and USC in, killed them. No. Yeah. Yeah. USC won by 14 and let's see what was the, how they shoot. How did Oregon shoot at that point? Uh, probably like 38%, I guess 40. Yeah. 40% from the floor. USC shot 49%. Um, Bulls shot over 40% from three in that game. Yeah, Oregon only 50% from the free throw line. Had um, 10 turnovers. USC had 16 turnovers and still won by 14 in that game. Yeah, so. and it wasn't. It didn't happen a week ago, so you, no, you got to take it with no. a grain of salt. But but I still think I like that too, and I know you have them. You, Tommy, you've been on Oregon, and rightfully so, for a while. But, um, you know, all, all of our brackets are shot, to be honest. Like, oh, yeah. But like, like yeah, everyone. But – uh, but like I'm just I feel happy like to have my my champion final in my my final complete. That's but I've lost my other two final fours. I mean that's I great. Ohio Three State of my Texas. What was your what was your? Would you have Zags over Baylor? Zags over Houston. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's that's yeah. That's I had still Oregon over Illinois and. Uh, I I had Zags losing to Illinois. Which... I like. I mean, my Houston might if they can you know get it together. They're not as shaky as they were like. They've got probably the easiest road to the final four now of the four yeah. of like the top four teams. I mean, out of the top three seeds, the twelve top three seeds, six of them are gone already. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, who who would be your final four now? So Dave, I know you still have uh Gonzaga and Houston. Who would your other two be? Um If we're redoing it right now? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, uh it's hard to pick against Baylor and Michigan at this point, just looking at the the map they have ahead of them. Um, it, I think Alabama could beat Michigan if they get hot, but I mean, it's such you know, there's the the floor is lower for Alabama in my opinion. Um, you know, I think Jawan Howard's a better coach, so it would be a lot of chalk for me too. It would be I I think Dave, me and Dave are on similar. Yeah, I mean, wavelengths. Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gonzaga Houston, obviously. Baylor, or Michigan would be my final four. And that would be three ones and a two, and that's where it's like, 
Well, obviously, that's not guaranteed, but it's still at the end of these tournaments, it often is a lot of chalk in the final four. Right. Mine? Ones and twos. Yeah, like that's that is... what people forget. Like it, the first two rounds are, are there's always some fair level of craziness. But when when you get down to the the elite eight and the final four, the cream rises to the top. You know, you're not, you're very rarely getting higher than a you know three or four seed in the final four. Right. It happens well, obviously, but it's not. It's certainly not commonplace as it as it's thought. Right. Of you're not seeing you're about. not seeing many butlers uh, making it to the finals anymore. Yeah. Um, I I gotta stick with Oregon because they're still alive, um, but I would say over the up, Zags. I mean, it's what I had originally. They're still alive. I, 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 I gotta stick with it. I can't. I know, I but can't. but Gonzaga has been. I mean, Oregon has been incredible Oregon has too. Been but too. I think I don't know. I tell you, teams get hot. Uh, but I would take Baylor from uh, the uh, South Region. Um, I'm gonna actually go at this point. They made it this far, and they've been playing real good basketball. Gotta go, Oregon State. That team is that team is so hot. Uh, and their path to the Final Four at this point, all teams that they can beat, they could beat Houston. The way Houston played against Rutgers, they could beat Syracuse. They can beat Loyola. Uh, I think they, I think they have a easier path to get there at this point than they did uh, before the start of the tournament. And then I'd probably take Michigan. So I got two two one seeds, a seven seed, and a. And a 12 seed. Still still very wild. And then from... I'll take Oregon over <laughs> Oregon State. Pac-12 revenge game in the final. In the final. Wow. And that would got be... Oregon, Oregon State final. Oh my <laughs> that God. would be crazy. Those Imagine crazy... if you if you pick that somehow, if you could pick teams and you put like a dollar, that'd probably pay like 200000 Right? <laughs> yeah. That'd probably be, be like 200000 I'm sure you can. I bet like once we get to the Elite Eight, you, there'll be places, especially offshores, where you can but bet uh specific matchups yeah like specific you can bet which two teams will be in the finals yeah um yeah but i'll, I'll be honest though i still think i think <clears throat> michigan florida state ucla bam i think all those teams have the potential to do it i i, I yeah. do think all of those teams could almost beat all of those teams maybe other than ucla over michigan UCLA, I think, could beat Florida State. I think Bama could beat everyone if they play really well. I, obviously, Michigan can beat everyone. Um, I think that's a very open, very open still. But um, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it's it's gonna be an exciting last last weekend of the tournament. It oh, shall, yeah. and and it's only Saturday Sunday this week. Is it always that way? I think so. And then the next weekend is final four. It's like Sunday Monday is the final. And the champion or final four, and then the championship, right? I yes. believe that's well. How it well, works. well, then we'd be going. I always thought we got we, no, because I'm saying we we would only have eight teams left after this. I I thought we have no. a final four after this weekend. There's only games on Saturday and Sunday, so it's yeah. We're, so we're, after this week, we'll have the final four set. No, because and sat then, it's only Saturday and Sunday. It's only. Four of the Sweet 16 on Saturday, four of them on Sunday. I usually thought that it was two rounds this time. Maybe they did it different because of COVID. Usually, uh, I'm used, so I think it is yeah, different because we're only playing one round. Usually, it's always two rounds per weekend. So then next weekend, I presume we'd have the Elite Eight games on Thursday, Friday at, at night, and then Saturday, no, no, Sunday. No, 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 no. So it's, it's 327 and 328 is the Sweet 16. 329 okay. and 330 is the Elite Eight. Final four is oh uh, okay. Final four is uh, April third, and the championship is April fifth. So they're doing the lead in on a Monday and a Tuesday. Yeah, that sounds like some poor marketing or poor. I mean, I know we it was weird because but like we couldn't have done Friday Saturday then at least Sunday Monday. I guess not. I mean, oh, it's geez. usually Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday, right? I know, but I'm I'm even saying. That way, you know, we have two weekdays. Neither of the weekdays are Friday, but we digress. Yeah, that sucks. Let's uh, let's move to NBA. There are some NBA trade rumors going on right now. I know uh, the Raptors in talks of trading Lowry. What do you guys think? You think there's going to be any big uh, big moves made before the deadline? I think Lowry's gone. I think Lowry's yeah. either going. I'm hearing Lakers now. I think Lakers, Heat, Sixers. I don't. I think Heat would have to give up Tyler Hero. Hero isn't playing his best ball. Uh, he's young. He's off the bench right now. I don't think know how you could trade Tyler Hero when his value is low. So 
Um, you trade him after the finals. As, as dumb as weird as it sounds, you don't buy you don't buy high and sell. You know what I mean? So you wouldn't want to trade him after that performance. But you know you don't trade him now when he's putting up like 14, 15 a game, and he's going to be a really great player, a really good player at minimum. I don't think the Heat will end up with him. I think it'll be the Sixers or Lakers. Your guess is as good as mine, especially with the LeBron injury, which he might be out four, five, six weeks now. Um, I think he'll be out probably a month. And then Anthony Davis never heard when he's coming back. So They were hinting today that Davis might not come back this year. Like at what? all. Yeah. Jeez. Like, I forget it was Stephen A or someone was like dropped a hint like that he might not come back. He might not play basketball like through the playoffs, might not come back. Which would be, I mean, you know, they'll they'll win a couple, maybe a ser- series or two, but, I mean, goodbye title. Well, you know, knowing LeBron, he'd probably take them to the finals, and then they'd get, then they, <laughs> they would get their ass handed to, uh, if LeBron makes it to the, if Le- a LeBron-led team makes it to the playoffs, there's no way I can bet on him not making the finals, because it, it's been since, like, 2009 that they haven't. Well, now they're, uh, now they're talking about them not even making the playoffs. No, they'll... they'll I mean, it depends well, on how long LeBron's out. They're they're drowning right now. Yeah, but still, I mean, there's ten teams make the playoffs. I know, I know. I'm saying that's why I'm so, saying it depends on how long LeBron's out. But what are they? They're like the sixth I, or seventh seed right now, aren't they? No, they're the they're the four. They're the they're the four seed. They're a game and a half above the above the five and a half seed. They are four and a half games above the eight seed. So the eleven seed is the Pelicans, and they're eight and a half games better than them. So I, okay. there's no way they get to the eleven seed, in my opinion. They, yeah. you know, so you figure LeBron will be back in probably what two, three weeks, something like that. I think three. I'm hearing three or four. Uh, I probably think he'd come back sooner if they really need him. So I, I'll we'll say three. So I mean, um, this 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 Lakers team isn't a playoff team without them. If they no, play a full no, season no, no, without no. them, they're not a playoff no team. No way. At they're all. a bottom five team. Yeah. Bottom five or six team. Um, you know, I, you know, it's it's interesting this Anthony Davis stuff. I haven't I haven't heard it, but um, it's not in any way confirmed. I just it was one of those things I like wasn't really paying attention, and then they like kind of said like, oh, like we don't know if he like he might not even be back this year, even in the playoffs. And I was like, wait, what? Like I thought he was like coming back in the next like week or two, or like kind of you know. Yeah, I, I think I found soon. it. It's, 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 I think it's Stephen A. Smith. I'm getting suspicious now in regards to the Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant injuries because they've been out so much longer than they, um, you know, than we originally thought. And we haven't heard any progress or updates. Both Achilles, you know? Well, I don't know. Is Durant's, Durant's, no, Durant's is a hamstring. A hamstring. But Davis is, I mean, the, the reason I'd be worried about Davis is because. He had the injury, then tried to play through it and hurt it even more. He aggravated it. So yeah. they're either being super cautious or things aren't as good as they're saying they are. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I mean, he's a very injury-prone player, we know. And he yeah. constantly plays with those shoulder injuries. Yeah, I mean, that's just always been part of his game, but I mean... Who knows? Uh, who else is gonna? Uh, Lonzo Ball's on the on the uh, trade yeah. block. They're saying Laurie Markinen for Lonzo. I think yeah, that's uh, that's starting to be. Uh, I don't hate that rumors. for either team really. It's basically I mean, the I... same. You're basically trading the same situation for the same situation. You know, they're both re- going to be restricted free agents. Um, yeah. I just don't know how you like. What do you? Where does Laurie fit into that team? You know, you have Stephen Adams. You have. Uh, uh, Zion, um, Laurie's not exactly a, a star on defense, and his numbers have come he, down. He on would offense. he would be a stretch big for them. Yeah, but I mean, is he a second unit guy? Is he? I mean, I guess that's what Lonzo is for them right now. But should he be? You know, like no, Lonzo starts. Lonzo starts for them. He's just a role player. Um, Lonzo's shooting the lights out. I mean, Lon- I I personally would not trade Lonzo right now. I think his connection with Zion is great. I think it would really I'm not saying Zion's going to leave if you trade Alonzo, but I think it really wouldn't sit well with him. I think they're really good friends. I think they have great chemistry again, so I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't piss off my LeBron James, uh, my LeBron James of of my franchise. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm doing and and he and again he's elevated his play. He's shooting forty percent from three. I think he's passing well. You know, he, he you know the he's expectations. Having the best season of his career. 
Yeah, and the thing is, all of his numbers aren't as high as when they were with the Lakers because he's not putting up the amount of shots, and he he was like one of the better players on that Laker team. So he yeah, was taking I mean, more shots, he's getting more he's, rebounds. He's more efficient. He's uh, shooting way more efficient. Are, way more efficient up across the board. His points is exactly the most he's averaged in a year. I think it was like eleven and change before this, or twelve and change. He's averaging like fourteen and a half now. The only yeah. like major stat that's really down is uh, assists. And that's to me, that's a playing time thing. Um, you know, he he. I think his career high was like seven and a half or seven point seven or something like that. And he's still, Zion has the ball a lot, so he's getting a lot of those assists. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's a lot of product in the environment um, there. Yeah, I I just but for teams I, I like the Lonzo Knicks, be, I don't. It, I think the Knicks would have to give up too much. Um, yeah, I, think I, I don't. I don't want deal it. Works because you you don't have to give up essentially anything. Like you're essentially trading it for. You're trading a guy in the same situation as Lonjo in a position you don't need for a position that you do need. So yeah, exactly. Even if it doesn't work out, like you're getting you're getting a look at a true true like Lonzo at this point to me has proved he can be a competent franchise mm. point guard. He can be a top fifteen in the league point guard, starting point guard. Yeah, I think he has that ability if he's given the keys. I think that much he's proved, and that's why. I think teams like the Bulls and the Knicks are are targeting him. Yeah, um, but I, the Knicks aren't gonna. They've showed they're not gonna overpay. They're done, you know, just trading away first round picks for quick fixes or attempt at quick fixes. Um, even with all the capital they have, I don't think they they make a move. And the price tag Lonzo wants has to scare you off in the next year. He's looking at fifteen twenty million a year. I'm sorry. He's a ball. He's a ball. Of course, he's going to ask that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the the Knicks have a have a have a lot of decent to good guards, and he wouldn't be a huge upgrade over that. And, and like you said, all the factors, it's a no go for me. Like I, I think the Knicks more need a wing. Yeah. No, we need a we need a scoring small forward is probably our biggest our biggest need. But yeah, like I mean, like I get the attraction of Lonzo. Like he's a he's a fantastic defensive point guard, and he runs well in open floor. The Knicks are last in the league in possessions per game and last in tempo. But yeah, no I get defense, it. you know, like they, he fits what they want to do. He could help them. He would be a, a, a significant upgrade, in my opinion, for the Knicks. But with the price tag, like we talked about today, he's if you pay him what he wants, is he better? Is he 15 times better than Emmanuel quickly? No, he isn't. No, there's no there's no way you can make that argument. No. And that's that's what you have to look at it as. Are you willing to no, pay he's him? Not. Are you willing to pay I... him like that? And I think uh, I think Victor Oladipo is adios. Um, He's definitely getting dealt somewhere. It's just I, a I, I, where. I just think no one. Wa- I think like no one wants this guy. Like he's just. We've talked about like how he always wants to like play for other teams and like he's good, but he's not great. And like the the Rockets don't. The Rockets value him like you know like a like a, they want some incredible return. They're not going to get. They're going to have to sell a lot lower than they want. It, it seems like teams that aren't going they crazy. To, they have to sell him as a rental, and they're trying to sell him as a, a franchise star. You know, and he's not. He's never going to be a franchise star. He's a really no. good. He's either a really good role player or he's like a good third. He's like a really good third player on your team, but he's not obviously a one, and he's not a two for your team. Like he's like get you 17, 18, 19 points a game, solid defensively. Uh, you know solid all around and you know can score but he's nothing special in my opinion and and all the off the field off the off the court with talking it's weird it's he's buddy buddy with everyone i don't like it um and then you know lamarcus aldridge who you know he's strongly connected to my heat i don't want any part of lamarcus aldridge really um lakers too they're guy. saying you know me i mean who i mean i don't know aldridge seems like a like an aging star but he is an aging star and i, I i'm i'm good on him um they're I'm saying, good on him. Woj said Drummond is connected to the Celtics, the Nets, the Mavs, and the Lakers. Yeah, I'm sure he's been connected to I teams for three saw, years. Like right. I just saw a tweet that he was like, the Knicks are now the favorite to sign him. I got it. Changes like, it changes every I day. I don't... Literally, I was gonna like bring it up, and I wanted now. I want now that you said that. I want. It was like, like it's like it's tweet. believed like th- a month ago. Believe the Nets. He's gonna sign with the Nets, and then it's like, oh, it's believed the Lakers. Ah, I'll believe when I see it with Drummond. Yeah. But um, he'll help the team big time. More like a, I mean, Drummond's gonna be a buyout. It seems. Yeah, of course. Um, the DeRozan might go somewhere. DeRozan's having a really good year, low key. 
Yeah, DeRozan, DeRozan definitely could be on the move. I mean, it's feel it feels like he's been trying to be on the move since he got there. Yeah, and then uh, Vucevic could be be dealt. Aaron Gordon, uh, even more possibly, could be dealt. Oh, if the Celtics make a trade for Aaron Gordon involving Marcus Smart. Oh I'll yeah, Ke- Kevin O'Connor. It, Thirty minutes ago, the Knicks have emerged as a serious destination to trade for Andre Drummond. Jeez. Yeah, I, 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 I think I don't want any part of uh, Aaron Gordon. I'm good on him. No, how about Bleacher Report just fucking changing it around on their own guy they they the official account tweeted like per kevin o'connor Knicks have emerged as a serious destination to trade for andre drummond and then you go to kevin o'connor's tweet and it says the knicks have emerged as a serious potential destination for cavaliers big man andre drummond no mention of a trade for a guy that's about to get bought out (laughs) so they just flat out changed his tweet i mean I, i didn't like maybe Kevin O'Connor said in another point that it could be a trade and whatnot, but yeah. Um, Editorial uh, liberties, you know all about that, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see though. It should be when when is when is the deadline? Is it the 29th? Tomorrow, is it the 26th? Oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. Um, yeah, I'm I, sure. I'm sure things will start to happen tomorrow. It feels like Lowry's the the domino that needs to fall before anything happens. There's no reason. That he should stay in Toronto uh, uh, on the court. Um, Toronto has been absolute dumpster fire. Um, They're terrible. There's there, and you know he's an aging star. You know, now he's an aging. He's a really good player. He's getting up there. Um, come back to the states. I really want to see him go to like Philly. You know, I really want to see him go to Philly. Wouldn't hate the Lakers. Um, again, for the Heat, I think we'd have to give up too much. But I, I, I love action. I want to see action. So. Yeah. Give me action, and I want the Heat to never really not. I mean, we don't look great this year. I don't want Aldridge. I don't want DeRozan. I don't want. Uh, I don't want Glowry, and obviously for that current price that they'd have to. I don't want Oladipo. That's for damn sure. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll yeah, see. Because all the teams that want Oladipo have cap are gonna have cap space this summer. The Nick, like all the teams that have been like that, you would think might would want to trade for him. Uh, the Knicks, the Heat, um, like those teams are all going to have cap space this summer. So they don't, why would you pay for him when you could get him for free? Um, especially when you don't think that, like, is does Victor Oladipo make the Heat a serious title contender all of a sudden? No, no. Exactly. So what do you make that deal for? Like, I don't. No reason. Don't, you know, if it was, if I'm like the Clippers and I got a chance to get Lonzo or or uh lowry then i make that deal like i i overpay for that because now i can that's my uh, that's my one glaring weakness is a lack of a true point guard and now yeah. if i get that i'm the clippers are legitimate they're top three or four team favorite to well win what are they top. giving up though for that are they giving up lou williams what are, who are they giving up for that they're not what, i mean the, i mean that's obviously the price for lowry is relatively high like it's not yeah. it's not a low price it's so it's like clippers because they don't have any picks to trade they can't trade a pick. Exactly, for exactly. So it's like, are you giving up Serge Ibaka? <laughs> are you giving up? I mean, you have to give up more than Serge Ibaka. Yeah, you got to give up something. Trade Serge Ibaka back to the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, yeah. Lowry, Lowry makes and like again, thirty-four million. You got to match. What you, you got to get to like twenty-six million or something like that. And who's the better player, Ibaka or Lowry? Obviously, Lowry at this point, and you know, it just wouldn't make sense for them. So. I haven't heard him connected to the Clippers. I, 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 Dave, I hope you don't put the Clippers in the finals again this year. I think they're no, they're pretty I mean, dead. It's, yeah, it's just, it's not so much that he's connected to the Clippers. It's just the fact that they like, need a point guard. They know they want him, but they know they don't have the ability. Like they know that they're going to get outbid. You know. Yeah. Like he's connected to the Clippers, and yeah, we want him, but we can't afford him. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll well, we'll see, but I think yeah, I think Oladipo, Lowry, Drummond. Well, Aaron Gordon too. Your Celtics, Tommy Buns. They're they're talking about Aaron Gordon. <laughs> He's, so trash. They He's so trade, trash. He's so trash. If they trade Marcus Smart for plus picks for yeah, Marcus Smart, uh, they will picks. not. And they will not. Crazy. And they're gonna have to throw in one of the young, like Nate Nate Smith or you know, like the um, yeah or Pritchard um, or something like Pritchard. that. Pritchard. Oh, Pritchard. They're Pritchard's I'm good. going. They, don't, they better not trade. Uh, they're not. Pritchard. They're not gonna trade him. I will go. The, the Celtics are always very reluctant to deal, 
Um, yes. And maybe there's more urgency this year, but I cannot see them overpaying for a literally not winning player who all he can do is pass and dunk. That's the thing. I mean, like that's it's, all. It's the same situation. Like, does he make you a title contender, or does he get you no. over the hump that you haven't been able to get over? No, he doesn't. He's not a good third or fourth best player. I mean, I, I just don't understand. He can't shoot. For, he doesn't shoot well from three. He, I mean, he shoots okay, but he's not a good three point shooter. He, you know, he, he doesn't even rebound well. He's like six rebounds a game. I don't know what he does. Yeah, no, he like, doesn't. He doesn't do anything. Tice is a better player than him. He scores fourteen <laughs> points a game on I mean, a trash team. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, like I mean, star. And Tice's contract makes him way more valuable. So, right, uh, Tice can Tice can rebound. He plays good defense. He's like he's, he's like a poor man's Blake Griffin. Aaron Gordon's like yeah. a poor poor man's Blake Griffin, only uglier. Possibly, yeah. I don't even know. They're both <laughs> terrible to look at. Sorry, uh, we're getting well, personal now. <laughs> well. We'll see what happens tomorrow. It'll definitely be interesting. Um, I know I always usually wait for a Celtics move this year. I'm not too crazy about any of them that are rumored out there. So I kind of hope they just keep things how it is. Uh, hopefully they can figure it out within themselves. But I'm sure there'll be some crazy stuff happening between the time we're recording this now on Wednesday night and tomorrow Thursday at 3 when this trade deadline is. So we will... Be sure to recap all that next week. Next week, we're going to go over our MLB uh, pre our MLB season preview, talk all of our season-long betting stuff because opening day is right around the corner. So we're going to get to that. Uh, but in the meantime, go follow us on the socials at Bleacher, Fan, uh, at Bleacher Banter. Uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review, a rating, and go to the store at BleacherFan.com and buy yourself some merch. We'll be back next week.